Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Kenya's biggest conversation that broadcasts live every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on Spice FM. Hit subscribe for more thought-provoking conversations with your hosts Eric Latif, Ndu Oko and C.T. Muga and who's who of an eclectic mix of guests from the world of politics, policy, business and culture. This is a Situation Room podcast. Enjoy. Let's come back locally and let's start with what's currently happening. In terms of um, the demonstrations that we've seen so far in the country, the calls for the demonstrations based on several areas that uh, the leadership of the Azimio have said, we want to have a conversation about the cost of living, we want to have a conversation about uh, electoral reforms, we want to have a conversation about uh, participation of everybody in governance and in leadership. What have you seen so far and what's your comment? It is a very, very sad uh, uh, situation uh, that uh, Kenya is a very great country in the region. Kenya has a very strong place geopolitically. But Kenya is always uh, uh, taken down this kind of situation by the internal politics we have in our country every, after, every, after every elections. So right now, if you look at what is going on, in my honest opinion, and even as a security minister, it's no longer a demonstration. It's no longer picketing. What is happening, in my opinion, because I joined parliament in 2007, so I have the history of the post-election violence. What is happening is exactly a post-election scenario. Why do I say so? And with a lot of respect, what are the issues? Let me, let's ask ourselves. Mm. One of the issues is, let me start with the, with the IBC. IBC, the same law that has been used in recruiting these current uh, uh, commissioners is the same law that was used by President Uhuru Kenyatta in recruiting the four commissioners, the Charera four. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that has been subtracted, added. I mean, I'm the one who passed that law. It was passed by the House. Where even you have key bodies, it's no longer. Where you have key bodies, the only thing that was done was reduce the number of the political parties' representation. And in fact, if you ask me today, in fact, the political parties should absolutely have no representation in the selection of the referee and the linesmen and women. That was our position even before. Mm. So, but because of the tension that then, it was agreed the Parliamentary Service Commission will produce four people. I think now they have two people. Mm. But if you ask me, political parties should be outside the Independent Electoral and Boundaries Commission. They should be an independent arbiter. Mm. So they're saying uh, we must have, we must be on the table. That this referee announcement must be chosen and uh, uh, given to political parties. Mm. And you know, people are quoting IPPG. IPPG has been overtaken by the new constitution. Mm. You know, IPPG happened during Moist time. Mm. There is a new constitution that has created very robust independent institutions mm. which can only report to parliament. You know, the Auditor General, the DPP, the Independent Electoral Boundaries Commission, the control of budget. Those are very key independent institutions. Mm. 
The other issue people are talking about is the cost of living. You know, the cost of living. I think, was, it, was it before we move out of yeah. the, the IBC issue? Yes. I think we had the senator for Nairobi here the other day. Mm-hmm. And the issue is find you still retained the politicians in the selection panel. Two coming from the Parliamentary Service Commission, two coming from the Parliamentary Liaison Committee. What their complaint is po- political, uh, the political, political, liaison, parties, liaison uh, political parties liaison committee. Mm-hmm. What their complaint is is that even the two that are coming from the uh, uh, Parliamentary Service Commission it was not specific that they shall be one from minority one from majority so they don't have a representative there no 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 I, and in the yes. political parties liaison yes. committee yeah. they also don't have a voice so they don't have a representative there and then you have the, uh, the presidential appointee who is the public service commission so their argument is that the president has his people two from parliament two from the political party liaison one from the pub- public service commission in fact the political parties liaison committee is run by the major political parties they have got serious membership uda uh, odm the big parties in this country so they can't argue about it me and you people and myself cannot be cannot have a say in the political parties liaison mm. but the membership of the political parties liaison committee is mainly the political parties mm. and the bigger seats are taken over by the bigger parties come to the parliamentary service commission is is ideally the minority versus the majority but if you if you refuse to come to the table where the clerks of the national assembly and the president's commission are selecting and you have not brought your 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 the name to represent you then you cannot at the same time refuse to come to the table sivuna and his leadership and i have a lot of respect for refuse to submit a name they refuse to come to the table then at the same time they are saying um includers in the includers. list just like the way they are saying the president william ruto uh, should fix the cost of living on the same other side of the mouth they are saying ruto must go you know you have to choose either uh, you have to choose one position but let me go to the cost of living the All cost right. of living was with us for the last two years and in fact if you ask me it was worse during the last regime that's why there was huge subsidy in 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 food in in fuel but people people will be shocked in this country that those subsidies ideally were not meant for the common man and that's why the prices did not go you have heard about the 34 billion fuel subsidy is a major major scandal that this country will be shocked the same with the, with the food the millers are saying we have not been paid so they were only promised because of the campaign but let me come to the whole thing so today the cost of living is affected by factors outside the boundaries of the republic of kenya you can go to any country you look at even the fall of the shilling you look at egypt you look at uh, there are, there are kenyans who export tea and coffee to countries like egypt now they can't get money because of the issue of the forex There's, they have supplied people they have sent tons so for, the forex issue is a global issue Look at the drought that we have faced. God is great. He has opened the skies. Now we have uh, w- uh, uh, water everywhere. But before that we had we had what the worst drought that's going to affect food security. Look at the the, the global situation, the Ukraine, the 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 the, the brain the, the the green baskets of the world, Ukraine, Russia. Uh, nothing is coming from outside. So the whole issue in fact is not even cost of living. 
I mean, you know, it's good. Uh, Mashima Raila Odinga just comes out. Mashima Raila Odinga just wants to 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 come into government. Mm. He wants to wants into government. I have worked with him. In fact, uh, 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 let me just say it now. My my famous uh, book now is published. I think uh, the first week of May I'm going to launch it. Ah, nice. Now we yeah, are now it's uh, it's with the printer and it's, everything is done. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to your guys in uh, standard donation to do some sterilization. Yeah. But uh, so I, I know him. You know, he wants to be in government and he must find a way to dialogue. The irony is, he doesn't want his members of parliament from his backyard to dialogue with the government. But him, he wants to dialogue with the government. Why wouldn't he want that, Waziri? Why wouldn't he want his members of parliament? I think it's because of the tradition that he has and the, and the, and the precedent that has been set. That he shared government with Mzee Moy when they formed the NDP Kanu Alliance. It happened in the post-election violence. I was one of the members of parliament in 2007. And a number of us say, uh, said it in the Pentagon. We have, in our, in our own opinion, we look like we have we have been denied our win. Mm. But if we can't get it for the sake of the people of Kenya, we, let us take the opposition benches. Because we were, we were more than PNU then. Mm. We were 106. But Prime Minister Raila Odinga got so excited, you know, the motor riders and all that. So he, he went into government. A lot of frustration happened, but he had his, his piece of the cake. Then came 2017. After election had been resolved, the Supreme Court has confirmed and stamped the result. A true Democrat needs to go and take his place in the opposition. People go to elections to do two things, form a government and form the opposition. Look at our scenario in 2022. 20, uh, I have sat with, with ambassadors, Western ambassadors, and they told me, during the time of the bombers, they told me your system of elections is more democratic, is more watertight than even in our own countries. Why do I say so? The 2017 Supreme Court made our elections the best in the world by saying the ultimate result will be at the polling station the portal you are sitting here you could you could tally and add the votes and declare you didn't have the powers you mm. had to wait for ibc mm. but even media houses mm. individuals could, could do that so i think uh, it's very very unfortunate very sad for a leader of uh, my uh, raila odinga to take the country through this kind of uh, uh, demonstrations. You look at uh, Nyang Nyong, Professor Nyang Nyong saw what happened on Monday, last Monday, this Monday, in Kisumu. As a very responsible leader, he said, no demonstrations. And when he reverted back, I mean, when he rescinded his decision, I remember he said, but the demonstration should not affect the business of my, my, my city. Look what happened yesterday. Supermarkets, the, 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 uh, I think an institution that he opened uh, three weeks ago. Mm. But I want to confirm to you that uh, 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 I think this government and even future governments must stamp the constitution and the rule of law. They must not succumb to impunity. What Israel Odinga is doing is impunity. And uh, outside that, there is the element and the extension of the Kenyatta, President Kenyatta's hand in all this. Mm. How? Uh, no, of course, uh, I'm a, so? I am a security minister. I will not tell you what is there. I mean, you know, uh, when I talk to you, it's not the minister of agriculture talking to you. It is there. And uh, what is President Kenyatta afraid of? President Kenyatta ran the last five years of his administration. He ran the worst state capture under his, under his watch. He ran the worst extrajudicial killings that happened in our country. You were here. People's bodies were being dumped in, 
Rivayala. He's protecting his interests. And, and as late as of yesterday, the Kenyatta family were involved even in yesterday's demonstrations. When we say involved, Moshimiwa, we do not see the former president on top of any of the vehicles. We do not see any of his family members, at least the ones that we know publicly. You know, demonstrations and picketing and all the what's happening in our country yeah. is a process. So you can be at the tail end of the process. So at what point... You don't need to see him there. At what point would you say that these are the external factors? You know, while I'm sitting coming, here, yeah. if, I am, uh, if I can be an evil man, I can carry uh, serious uh, demonstrations and deaths in Garissa today by just funding, by just creating uh, the environment. You don't need to be in Garissa. You don't need to be. That's why if you, if you, if, if you. What if would you, the funds be used for? And is also it fueling the vehicles? Would it be? Many. Is it? Uh, yeah, today, if you get, uh, today, I'm sure if you, if I give you money today, mm. uh, or I, I tell you to prepare a budget for a function, you'll prepare many things. I'll you don't need. You. You don't need to, you'll give me, I'll give you some items. items will be very high, some items will be. So it's very, very sad that, uh, and, this, and you, you this. know, the same narrative mm. that uh, William Ruto will not become a president. That did not pass. Mm. Now they think, uh, Uru Kenyatta thinks that uh, you can stop William Ruto by, uh, from governing the country by using uh, Raila Odinga and the Azimio leadership. But at the end of the day, it's Kenya being destroyed. But uh, as a minister and who sits in cabinet, mm. We will uphold the constitution. We will uphold uh, the rule of law. We will allow and protect Kenyans to do their business. Look at the statement given out uh, by the international community. Their first paragraph was about last election. They never spoke about the cost of living, did they? No. Because they know the cost of living is an issue in their own country. Even interest rates today are the highest in the US. Mm. So I think uh, uh, I, I really want to uh, take this opportunity to urge the Kenyan media. They have a country to protect. You know what the media has done in our region, you know? You remember the, the, the Rwanda genocide. I think the Kenyan media has come of age. I can say it's one of the best uh, media in our region, if not in Africa. But I think they have a moral responsibility. To do, to do so. To protect, uh, help government protect the lives and the property. Report factual. You might not like William Ruto, mm. or the owner of that media uh, station might not like William Ruto. But I think uh, all of us in government, outside government, ordinary citizens, we must protect our country not to slide into that. Mashimo, I want us to take a break. Um, but I, before we take a break, I just want to co confirm something. Yes. Once again, you are Cabinet Secretary for Defense. Yes. You sit in the National Security Council. Security Council. Yes. You consume the highest level of intelligence in yes. this country. Yes. And you have sat here this morning. Yes. And you have directly and expressly said yes. that the former president is funding instability in the country. Am I right? Absolutely. And this is from will, what you consume as national intelligence. I am telling you, that's why I told you in the beginning. I am not the Minister for Agriculture. I am a minister who sits in the National Security Council. The footprint of the Kenyatta family is found in all these demonstrations and in all this chaos. And we, they, not only us, even the, our international partners are aware. The National Security so we are telling, Council. So we, we are telling President Kenyatta, <coughs> yeah. follow the footsteps of your predecessors. The National Security Council. In fact, if there's a president who was removed out in a very acrimonious way, was President Moy. You know what happened mm. in Uhuru Park? Yes. If there was a president who should have been very bitter, should have been President Moy. 
But President Moy handed over power in that uh, kind of a situation and remained and lived by the the, the, the tenants of the of the law of mm. retirement uh, presidents and their benefits. Waziri. Yeah. After you've consumed this intelligence at the National Security Council, and then you go and sit in cabinet, of course you're the one who then uh, alerts the other members of the cabinet. National Security Council staff is not discussed in parliament. In, 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 in cabinet. cabinet. But then you advise the president on what should be done. What is the advice that you're giving? The advice. Once you've consumed this intelligence, that you can pinpoint the instability that we are witnessing the beginnings of are stemming from this particular source. What is the solution? The solution is this, and very simple. Mm. Why is the Kenyatta family involved in causing this instability? They are the richest family in not enough, not in Kenya, in Africa. Is that, and they have they have sent emissaries. Let me even be very clear. They have sent emissaries that uh, the Kenyatta, the former president, and his family should be left alone. Nobody can guarantee them that. Why not? No. Let me tell you. That guarantee given to them should also be given that guarantee to ordinary citizens like you and me. If there is an audit issue, for example, on the subsidy, and it falls within the, the former administration of Kenyatta, the public and parliament and institutions will discuss. His former ministers, if they have issues, the independent institutions can still carry. It happened not only in this presidency, it happened in previous presidency under the NAC administration. So you're asking me what advice do we give to the president? Yes. And that's why the president is very consistent. The whole shenanigans, what is going on, is to have a handshake, bring Raila Odinga into government so that he can hold brief and do bidding for the Kenyatta family on the crimes that has been committed against the people of Kenya during their last five, four years of the administration. So what is the advice? The president has been very consistent that he will at all times uphold the constitution, the rule of law, protect uh, the citizens' uh, right and property and lives, and that he will not allow, uh, uh, he will be the, the president that will make sure that uh, the law and the constitution is followed. And that's why even outside this chaos, mm will be the administration that will, and we'll talk about it, that will bring an end to banditry in the North in, Rift. In the North Rift. Yes. Mm. Is there, so that, that is the advice we have given to the president. He has been very consistent. Is there advice on the route to justice, bringing those who are behind this to justice? Uh, uh, behind which which now? Which is it that There's instability that you're talking about. These individuals within the Kenyatta family. No, Take them to court, no, anyone? You know, that is not even... It is not a function of the president or the mm. cabinet. That is a function of independent institutions. The EACC, the DPP, uh, the police, the controller of budget. She's already talking that in three days to the election, on the election day when me and you were voting, there were people who were forcing her to allow withdrawal of 15 billion. Uh, the, the, the Auditor General, you know. These are the institutions that the 2010 constitution has created. It's not for William Ruto. William Ruto is, and his government will just give the policy direction. Mm. So I think uh, uh, my advice, and I have worked with him for eight and a half years. He's a very good f uh, friend of mine, the former president. My advice is uh, emulate the former president. And I don't think uh, William Ruto is not the person to be uh, scared. It's, it's not somebody that you can push him. Mm. Because he has one thing which is important, even important for somebody like me who come from a minority community in our country. Everybody in this country 
we will always be protected by the constitution okay. and by institutions like the judiciary. Let's so William break. must protect and must defend the constitution. This is the Situation Room, the only way to start your day. How about that? You made it to the end of today's podcast. You clearly ooze stamina. Guess what? Just hit subscribe at Standard Media Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Our podcasts drop daily. From me and the team, catch you next time. Bye-bye.